1: You're listening to a Rare Drop podcast. Check us out at raredrop.co. Hey everyone, Kevin from Rare Drop here, asking you to head over to our Patreon and check it out. It's patreon.com/raredrop. Perfect place to engage with Rare Drop and enjoy the best community content we have to offer. Our 6 membership subscription levels offer exclusive content, behind the scenes moments, merch discounts, live Q&As, and so much more. Check us out at patreon.com/raredrop and myself and the entire team Are excited to see you there
0: join professor broman and his weekly guests thursdays at 7 p.m eastern for the intersection of business and streaming on the broman podcast whether talking about different industries creative inspiration or how they made their way into the streaming space they're sure to entertain educate and excite with their content and conversations tune in live at twitch.tv forward slash rare or fb.gg forward slash rare
1: co thursdays at 7 p.m welcome to episode 43 of star wars and scotch i'm your host kevin joined by tim who is the other who's host also the, the other host kevin D- tim yes y- you are the other host yes me yes uh we don't have a ton to talk about today. There's a little so bit of news. <laughs> Why was it awkward? Do we redo that? Yeah, okay. ready? Yeah. Welcome to episode 43 of Star Wars and Scotch. That's Tim over there. <laughs> he's he's the the host um, and I'm the uh, other host. host. He's the other host. Was that better? Did you enjoy know. that more? No, there was all. Yeah, oh, this whatever. We're both hosts of the show. Hey Whatever makes you happy, Tim. (laughs) Uh, But welcome, everyone, to episode 43 of Star Wars and Scotch. Uh, We don't have a ton to talk about today. We have uh, a little bit of news, and Bad Batch episode 3 was great. There was some cool stuff from a lore perspective, but not a lot of meat on the bone from uh, a discussion point. So... We will cover it all, but um, first and foremost, we want to remind you to go over to KingsCoastCoffee.com and drink the coffee. Okay, okay. It's, okay. it's
0: not true. just drink the coffee. We might have something really cool coming out soon, Kevin. That we maybe, may, maybe we might, maybe. I'm drinking the uh, the Bali one right now. We teased the other the other one, right?
1: Which one?
0: Oh, it's not live. I can say it. Didn't we, we tease the Kona one? I saw it on the Instagram.
1: Did he? I haven't seen it on the Instagram. Oh, no. Do you want Max to bleep that part? Sure.
0: I could have sworn All I saw right. it on Instagram. Hold on. I want to see. You
1: might have. Double check. Hold on. Hold on. Because
0: like one right, is, is a big go deal. Ahead.
1: We're waiting. No, it's right here. Okay. Yeah, the the luau. Like the, the, the hooda, 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 hooda Well, you've been teased. Yeah, it's right there. By Tim. Perfect. But kingscoastcoffee.com, new stuff coming down the pipeline. And uh, even though you can't get the Bali, I'm just going to repeat how good it is.
0: Bali's so good. But what if there was, oh, man, I wish we had more of that. But yeah, we're going to have Kona. So if you want 100% Kona coffee from Hawaii,
1: Kona, te- check out kingscoastcoffee.com. <laughs> All right, you want to hear the news this week? It's really light. Yeah, hit me with it. I haven't. I didn't get to see any of it. All right, I'm going to repeat. This is old news that is popping up in the feeds again, so I'm just going to repeat this one. Okay. Uh, this one's from Pirates and Princesses. I've seen it elsewhere too, but Kathleen Kennedy's tenure as the head of Lucasfilm may be coming to a close. Oh again, God, they're getting really they're getting <laughs> bored over there, huh? yeah it's the usual you know people aren't agreeing with kathleen and this that and the other and dave's gonna take over and george himself blah 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 blah. kevin feige's already said no he is not interested he wants to stay with marvel he does not want to split his time so blah 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 what if they put tim and i in charge of it they should i think they should i think we could do a good job no? What well, leading st- you like doing think- the whole
0: Star Wars thing?
1: Yeah, working with Dave.
0: Oh yeah, because you and Dave and are John. already
1: so tight. Not yet. Soon. All in good time, Tim. You're you forget too that a global pandemic happened uh and delayed my timeline a little bit. Mm-hmm. Okay. But yeah. Don't worry. We're still not allowed to fully meet new people yet, I don't think. I don't know. I read something this week. I sent it to you, Tim, that said, um, I think when the CDC saw people putting gasoline into old Burger King cups, they just decided to give up. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm inclined to agree. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, apparently uh, the rumor of Kathleen Kennedy not hanging out for much longer is still floating around. I think
0: Star Wars fans just want her head at this point.
1: Well, I wouldn't say every Star Wars fan. I would say say a decent amount of them. The Star Wars fans who don't like Star Wars are the ones that want her head. Man, that feels like a lot of them. Yeah, because I've never never seen a fan base that hates the thing that they are the fan base of more than Star Wars. They're
0: very passionate haters. It's weird. (laughs) Just love to hate this thing so much.
1: Um, and then the other bit of news that popped up this week, uh, that I've seen elsewhere, but this specifically comes from Walt Disney World. Walt Disney World news today is uh rumor. That is the first word in the title, so rumor. Okay. We got that rumor. All right, rumor. Daisy Ridley reportedly in talks to return his reign in an upcoming Star Wars project.
0: Okay, so I saw it was posted in the in my Facebook group page. It was <laughs> it was one where Mandalorian season three would have a tie-in to Rey. How? Yeah, and that was my first question when I saw that. I was like, all right, time-wise. I did see that somewhere. Makes no sense at all. Because I I feel like people forget where we are with Mando. Five years after Return of the Jedi, which would put it right around 20 years before Episode
1: Nine. Rey is 19 in The Force Awakens.
0: Yeah. So she's not even born
1: yet. Unless it okay, here would be the, the only tie-in would be his son, would be Palpatine's right. son, which means that what we said last week, which you and I were both not fans of, that the 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 Palpatine Snoke clone situation, yeah, could be in Mandalorian, which would lead to the son,
0: yeah. But I just I truly feel like it, this this show is about Mandalore, the Mandalorian, uh Bo Katan. About the dark saber, like all of that stuff, that's what this show is about. This is not. This is not another way for the Skywalker's to take over. I just the Sky the Skywalker Palpatine saga. I just will not believe that. I'd be just like, oh, it'd be so. I feel like that would do it such a disservice.
1: So, okay, hear me out. What if Palpatine's son has something to do with Mandalore, the Empire, the dark saber? In the whole story, like his mom's from Mandalore? No, not necessarily. I'm not going to speculate on what because it's really outlandish. Yeah. But uh, what if, what if some just tie in there? Yeah. What if he somehow they link the clone stuff back to him? And I just then, don't know
0: if we would even catch it that it was him or care. Yeah,
1: exactly, like, why would I I don't even think shit? he has He's a not, name. I, no, I don't even... I just know it was his son. I'm typing in Palpatine's son and unnamed Palpatine's son. Yeah, so if he showed That's up, it, it would just be like, all right, good for you. And we see him for, what, 0. 0.5 seconds? Not, yeah, a couple frames.
0: Yeah, I'm going to this... pass on that one. Yeah, so I saw that one. I was like, guys, this makes no freaking sense at all. I just... I feel like people are just... They're just going for clickbaits at this point. They're just... <laughs> The news
1: is very dry right now. It is. It is. We had the Star Cruiser last week which took up a ton of news there. That's the best picture I can find of him. Looks
0: kind of cross-eyed in that picture.
1: Well, here's the full picture with the this is what it was taken from for context. He is this. Uh with both parents and Tiny Ray. Yeah, I wouldn't I would not be able to pick his face out of a crowd. No. No, no, not a chance. I would love it if, like, Ghost Emperor Palpatine was somehow in Mandalorian personally, from a, a world building perspective. Uh, but I have trouble with how they he would end up in the whole story. Yeah, that bothers me. So we'll see.
0: Um. Oh, okay, all right. Here's a little bit more some Star Wars news. Go ahead. This comes from gamesradar.com. Amy Henning brings in Star Wars project Ragtag co-writer for a new
1: story-driven action-adventure game. Okay, so we hear about all these games, we hear about all these movies, like now I'm ready to start seeing some trailers or something. Okay, so d- <laughs> in two think- years. <laughs> okay, so so Todd
0: Todd Vaxvic, uh, I'm working yeah. with Amy Henning on a core team of industry vets on an exciting action-adventure game. So, this guy worked. So, do you think that they're going to take everything that they were doing for their Star Wars project that they were working with at EA and mm-hmm. just essentially just recreate it just without the Star Wars portion? Or do you think they'll have like hints and nods to, to anything Star Wars in that? I have no idea. Do you think it'll actually be a Star Wars game? Do you think she'll just essentially just copy paste? I hope so. Mm. Kind of. Anyways, but that was interesting.
1: It is interesting. There's one more bit of news worth talking about. Um, this is from inside the magic.net. Brie Larson reportedly cast as Luke Skywalker's wife, Mary Jade.
0: Well, excuse me.
1: So Mary Jade is Luke's wife in legends. Yeah, yeah um, I know. But like, wh- where did, for what? For I why? doesn't say, it just says cast as Luke's wife. So, If Mary Jade is indeed coming to Star Wars universe and she is going to be a character in between Mandalorian and The Force Awakens, that would lead me to believe, Tim, that Sebastian Stan will be playing young Luke Skywalker because there's no way Mark Hamill would, you know, it just make any sense.
0: So we're if we're bringing Mary
1: Jade in, that means they need a young Luke Skywalker, and Sebastian Stan is literally the only human alive, and he ironically already has a relationship with Disney. So yeah, but he's all. How do you think he, he's
0: he's just he's too hot right now as the Winter Soldier. So like, would that be weird? I mean, he's
1: doing the the Pam and Tommy Lee movie too. So yeah, but
0: I mean, I'm just saying. Like, you mean doing
1: two Disney IPs at once? Exactly. No. Uh. Well, I guess it wasn't at once, but uh, Samuel Jackson's in both. Oh, that's uh, that's not even close. Like they're like. Brie Larson to, would be in both. Yeah. I'm trying to think if there's anyone else that's done both at the same time. Just I just wonder how that works. Can't think of any anyone else. You have anyone to but, go to California? There was uh, why what's in California? Uh, Star Wars Celebration. 2022 26th
0: to twenty ninth. August
1: of next May. year.
0: They moved it, they bumped it up May 26th. Oh, that means May they have 29th. announcements, they Tim. They have announcements, we can't, Kevin.
1: They have to meet we, certain dates. We can't go that weekend.
0: Ooh. <laughs> we can't go
1: that weekend, though, Tim.
0: <laughs> Kevin, what we are you gonna tell why, your good
1: right? friend Dave? Uh, 2023. I'll see you in 2023. <laughs> first of all, that's my anniversary. Uh, second of all, um that is two weeks before gcx yeah no 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 so no, no unfortunately <laughs> my promise to all of you will have to wait another year yikes i don't, can i just blame it on covid it, like everyone just, else does it just means i
0: gives kevin one more year to work this whole dave feloni angle it's not my fault they moved it to me uh-huh. no well yeah there you go star wars celebration at the end of may so that that makes me feel like that they're gonna be shooting for holiday 2022 for something but what but what that is but the what? question kevin <laughs> new movie
1: Well, they've already announced their roadmap, right? So we already have... Yeah, but that's what I was about to ask. Do you think they would keep a new movie or a new trilogy under wraps until no, an announcement? They already showed. they've already showed the roadmap. I don't think that they would be
0: hiding something. I mean, unless they did, it'd just be kind of silly to show everything and be like, <laughs> but wait, there's more. Why would that be silly? Because I feel like they would have prefaced, you know, the whole like, they hey, guys, here's it. a roadmap, but wait, we'll,
1: there's more and we'll tell you next year. You know, something. They- they didn't do it with Rise of Skywalker. They just marched Ian McDermott out and went to play it again. Play it again. Yeah, but we all knew it was coming. Did we?
0: Yeah, we
1: all knew We all knew it was coming.
0: We just didn't know what it was going to be about.
1: Uh, we wish it was about something else. Oh. Um, <laughs> kind of. Some of it. Most of it. I've been seeing more and more and more articles being
0: written about Knights of the Old Republic. Yeah, there's a ton. A like, ton people of them. It's like every time much... I go on Twitter, I will see two new news stories about and people 19. People are like 100%
1: like people are. And I think it was because Schreier said it, but people are like 100% on Aspire is the, the the dev making it. Interesting. Like that seems to be not even a, a rumor anymore. Like Aspires making it. That's from what I'm reading. So. I don't know. I guess. Well, we'll see. Um, I hope it'll be fine. But interesting that they moved it up to May. Maybe we'll sneak away for two days, Tim, and run I think out that's there. a terrible idea, Kevin. Why? You'll be a nervous wreck. No, I won't. Okay. Next year? Next we got year. Next year a physical we'll, event? We'll be fine. That's what I'm good mm. at. It's this year that is giving me anxiety.
0: Anxiety? Well, speaking of GCX, you should head on
1: over to GCXEvent.com <laughs> and make sure to get your ticket and join us the GCX space. We'll be station. doing uh we'll be doing a live episode of Star Wars and Scotch uh, with some friends, uh, and we'll announce who those friends are in the next uh, week or two, I believe, once uh, they're confirmed um, and the time slot is confirmed. So sick, that'll uh, be cool. So people can be like on the space station with their cool GCX avatars watching us. Watching us, yeah. Sick. Yep, 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 yep. yep. Fun. You can wear Advice your, you can wear your, your space helmet or your spacesuit, depending on which tier of a Or your cult you robes. The spaces look awesome, by the way. They're so like Ripley in Alien. It's just, I I'd think they're awesome. They're so cool. Love it. Uh we actually had a meeting about your cult robes today. Oh no. We were, I was like, we need to have make these cult robes happen. And then Stop. we were thinking about putting cult on the back with C U L T, with with like Periods between each letter, but then we were saying, "Well, for people that don't get the joke, that's creepy." Yeah. So, <laughs> so it was, it was a fun discussion. This is, this is what my meetings are, Chad. I know you're like, "Wow, that sounds fun." No, it's stressful. Um. Cool. Uh, and before we jump into bad match, because that's how we're gonna end the episode today. I'd like to thank some of the patrons who support this whole endeavor. Patreon.com/slash/raredrop. Uh, a bunch of the rare drop shows are going to be uh, on main stage. Overplayed is going to be there. Comics, the new one with Matt and Frank. Um, talking about all things comics, MCU, DC, whatever you want to talk about. Um, <laughs> nerds. It, uh, nerd freaking nerds. Nerds. <laughs> but I love the show because I love Frank. I love the way Frank looks at comic books. He looks at it through a different lens than anyone I've ever met. And I feel like it's really original. But yeah. Or does just he to read think of them like a manga, Does you read them the other way around. No, that's Paul. Um, oh. <laughs> Speaking of Paul, you can watch him over at... Uh, Studio Blank. Studio Blank. Uh, new Nerd, Jack DeVille, Aetherman, Darkless Jedi Chappie, Justin McMahon, Legendary Ladman, Matt LaRue, Neil Anderson, Paul Marzik, Petey Club, Philip Snyder, Respect, Stephen Purd, Wow Dad? Wow, wow Dad. Uh, thank you so much for uh, supporting the show, and even the rest of you that do. Those are the that's the twenty five and up club. So I'm just reading them out. So thank you so much for supporting us. We appreciate you. Let's talk about Bad Batch. Yes, um, it's a good episode, Kevin. So your first of all, right off the bat, your Death Trooper theory is one hundred and fifty percent correct. All that one hundred and fifty. Like this is it. This is the start of the Death Trooper program. And it's so cool because they're they're not there yet. Yeah, but the armor is almost Death Trooper. It's not quite. It's it esque. almost is. Yes. Yeah, but it has the green visors. Mm-hmm. Um, blacked out. Blacked out. Stormtrooper spec ops. Very spec ops. I am very into the new narrative that the clones are super looked down upon by the general populace now. Yeah, they're trash. This is new. This is new. Like, we knew the clones were always thought of as kind of like...
0: Cannon hey, fodder? they're just clones. Yeah.
1: Right. They're just clones. But now to see it firsthand and to experience it, th- for better lack of a better way of putting it, through the eyes of the clones... Yeah. ...is very well, interesting. The,
0: that has been one of the joys of Clone Wars, and I think I've, I've said this before, but when you, you... You really do get to watch the clones throughout... Throughout the entirety of Clone Wars and into Bad Batch, like, how they've been treated... And like they do, there's like this roller coaster of like how they're treated. Like they're they're treated like cannon fodder. Then then they start getting their own names, and then you really start to feel for them. And then and then you you feel uh, when you get to Order sixty six, you're like you're angry. And then now you kind of almost like feel bad for like for me, I felt bad for Crosshair. I felt
1: really bad for him. I was like, man, he's being just treated like absolute crap until <laughs> they started murdering everyone. <laughs> oh my god. All the Salgarers, uh, innocent civilians that he was trying to get off. Oh world. my
0: gosh, that was so! This it was
1: very dark. Yeah, he was just like, eh, I'm going to murder you and murder you. Well, oh, he's just a good soldier. <laughs> it was just like, even uh, even the other Death Troopers or Death Troopers to be because they're not quite there yet. were like, uh, I don't think we're supposed to be doing this. <laughs> um,
0: I I what I really like about this is that it's continuing to show the Empire's transition away from the cloning program. But I like Tarkin's idea of using these like specialized uh, troops as the way to teach the the uh, what are they referring to the, the the recruits as? Forget the term. Is there a term? Yeah, they they call they call them something specific. We don't chat here to answer the question, but I'm sure someone will tell me. Anyways, um, like this this transition is is really really interesting. Um, and and now we've got the Camino clone cloners that are trying to the come up with mantle. a way.
1: What's that? The War Mantle is one of the projects mentioned in Rogue One while Jyn Urso is scanning Imperial records for the planet for Project Stardust. Now we know the War Mantle is the effort to replace clones with human soldiers. Since yeah. the clones have long been replaced by the time of the original trilogy, we can assume Project War Mantle was a big success.
0: Ah, uh, that's so cool! <laughs> and the fact that it was
1: in Rogue One, which came out how many years well, ago? Well, there's
0: two... So there's two... There's another one um, that... There's another... File in that scene that they use in um, in Rebels, the Star Destroyer that has the ability to rip a ship out of uh, hyperspace. Uh, I forgot what that what that program is called, but she she oh, finds it. Uh, it's, it's in one of the books too. It's, it's in one of the books as well, but it's a Star Destroyer that's able to like just rip ships out of, uh, and it's in Rebels. Uh, it's one of Thrawn's pro, uh, ships that he's, he uses at one point. But um, yeah, this is just really cool. They're able to tie the movie into the shows and vice versa. But I, I'm really interested with the com- what with the the Kaminoan cloners are going to do. Uh, with his, his, the, the the leader, the president was like, "We have to find a way to make ourselves valuable to this empire." So I wonder what they're going to do next to try to make them death troopers. Do you think they're just? You think that's what it's going to be? It's just like the Kaminoans are just going to just now straight that- up. Death now Trooper? that your
1: well, now that your program, well, now that your theory of the Death Trooper program came to light, I think they're going to get involved in not genetic cloning but genetic alterations, genetic now. modifications, and so then I wonder, we're going to get the Death Troopers. I wonder
0: where Omega comes into place because, so, like, I still don't find a spot in the show for
1: her to fit into, other than just like the uh, cute little sidekick. I think you're right, and I think she is a clone with force powers, That's and that I will think. somehow link back to why they want krogu you think so you think this is going to be the tie-in oh not I, directly they're not going to be like right, oh this no, is why they an, want it's krogu it's going to be a
0: nod to episode to the first
1: season we're going to be like oh yeah. that's how they can, even the real is if you think about it take a step back even the realization that they can clone a force user right means so much for well, we Star had Wars. this we had this conversation before
0: you that was one of your theories was like having like a didn't that happen in EU? Is there something in yes. Legends where it yeah. was like
1: they were cloning uh, Jedi? Yeah. Yeah. You can, in EU, they were cloning. Well, they were cloned Emperor had like clones of himself. Yeah. And they were all force sensitive. So, um, yeah. I mean, it, the the realization that force users can be cloned, which to me, you know, as long as it's not like making stormtroopers and it's an arduous process that requires like what they were trying to take from Grogu or something. You know, yeah. it's not like this easy, quick thing. Like, it's complicated. That would be interesting. And what if, what if, what if, what if Omega is made from Sifo-Diaz's, like, midichlorians or whatever? Oh, crap. That's interesting. Or from oh, Dooku's, that's really interesting. depending on uh, which phase would be, of the- Sifo-Diaz would make sense. Or Dooku, because Dooku was the one that saw it through after he killed Sifo-Diaz
0: hmm
1: it's a very interesting thought it is a
0: really interesting thought but i think you're right i think we're definitely going to see this tie in into
1: to mando and again it's only going to be the the folks that listen to this and that will be able to make the connection of oh my god that's right. why they want grogu so um i think you're right though i think she's force sensitive and i think that's the See, but I, saw, I thought that and then th- in this episode it made me doubt
0: just because the way she was behaving with that animal that was that was eating the power core um, she didn't do anything that made me think that she was force sensitive like she was very much so she had no connection with the animal she did nothing with the force like a push or a pull um
1: maybe that's not her thing though she was afraid
0: no it was just like she didn't emit anything that made me think
1: oh yeah you could be a Jedi she has no training. What if what if the only thing she knows like within her neither wave did, of the force or whatever Grogu, is premonition? Grogu, I mean Grogu really had no training either. But Grogu was Grogu was at the temple at some point. Mm. She has had zero training, so maybe premonition is the only That's not thing. Entirely she true. Innately knows. Um uh
0: who's the who's the uh who is the Jedi Master? It Shakti.
1: Was, what if what if Jedi Master Shakti knew? What if it was Shakti's blood too? that they used to make her uh that would make sense because she, she was to Gruta. and she she has no signs of of showing of of looking like that at all well, the cloning process though it might be some sort of you're gonna hate what i'm about to say but i'm saying it from a from a observation standpoint there might be some like either removal or Something of entering midichlorians into the cloning process, which is maybe what made Omega female. You know, who knows
0: mm.
1: what oh, you're saying? Oh, you're saying they, like she's still a clone, her, like
0: force essence. And then just-
1: she's still a clone. But yeah, like maybe because why? Why did they have Grogu hooked up to that machine in season one with the cloning guy? Yeah, I don't know. It was a- it didn't feel like testing. It felt like they were doing something, mm-hmm. you know, so yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, so it's just,
0: there's nothing that's happened so far that has made me understand what her purpose is in the show yet, other than her just being a another modified clone.
1: Yeah, I mean the the between this and Mandalorian, it's very interesting to see the. I mean, even going further, the Luke Leia this this orphaned caretaker situation that keeps forming in all of these shows have you noticed that yes theme throughout mm-hmm. even anakin and and qui-gon and obi-wan yeah there seems to be i don't know star wars seems to very be this, star wars-esque yeah and then you know now we have omega we had Gro- grogu and it's always this mismatch of you know parental unit with child if you will yeah that they don't belong together but you know they've gross soft spot for each other you know because she was like uh not part of the crew and then by the end of the episode when wrecker made her her room that was so adorable it was very cute and wrecker was like oh oh, 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 (laughs) i love him her room's so cool though with the the windows out to space too it looks yeah it's perfect for a little kid yeah so but she loved it and she she, and she took wrecker's um uh stuffed animal too yeah yeah they are they're
0: definitely nailing the storytelling in these episodes. Even even though they're they're 20 to 30 minutes long, the way that they've been able to tell the story in these short little bursts is so much better than how they were doing it in Clone Wars 10 years ago. Like you can tell it, yes. they definitely like refined their craft and like has just like figured it out. Yeah. Um and I and I wonder if like doing The Mandalorian helped him and it helped shape the way he wanted to continue doing his animated series. But these are just so crisp and the clean and they they're able to tell a really good story where it doesn't feel disjointed or it, I don't feel like I'm jumping around in any weird um order everything feels just really good and and I'm okay and like in and, and for those like 20 to 30 minutes I'm locked in so
1: tight I'm just like yeah. it ends I'm
0: like oh
1: can't wait until next week yeah and and I I'm really interested in Crosshairs arc at the moment it's it's probably the most interesting part of the show to see where he goes um and even just, just- watching the empire take over yeah this is something we've never seen before so i'm super intrigued on on the tarkin and what's his name admiral admiral rampart yeah i love his last (laughs) name it's so good
0: apparently you said you said he's he's big in the comics he's in the comics he's He's not big in the comics okay
1: yeah um supposedly uh the elite squad of human troopers, rampart presents as replacements for the clones, appear to be precursors to the death troopers. Blah blah blah. Uh, they are also reminiscent of the imperial special forces unit led by Aiden Versio. I saw, in I saw Battle that. Front yeah, two. inferno. Yeah, so that would be inferno squadron. Um, interesting.
0: Yeah, I mean, like it could, it could also be spec ops. Um, but. The only reason why I don't think this is just like just a special forces group is because the Kaminoans are involved and also because Crosshair is involved and we all know what Death Troopers are and Death Troopers are supposed to be like the, the step up from what Inferno Squadron was
1: like Inferno Squadron is supposed to be like like the Navy SEALs, right? I'm waiting for them to be like, well, we can't speak Galactic Basic anymore, so we have to create our own language. Yeah, I'm just, ah. I can't wait to hear that. With the... Yeah, dude, that's so good. I love it. It's yeah, a language that only apparently them and Vader are the only ones that can understand that, by the way. Really? Yeah, like even um uh the Imperial officers they're protecting can't understand it from what I've read. I could be completely wrong, but everything I've read says that Vader well, and the Death speak, troopers. They do speak basic though. They do, but they speak in code on purpose because it's a tactical maneuver. That's so you don't dope. want people knowing what they're doing.
0: I think that's amazing.
1: Yeah. And then anytime they've ever been on screen, they just get turned into in
0: in just a pile of mush. <laughs> I hate it, dude. I was talking to, I was talking to to a buddy of mine about it. And he's like, yeah, it's like it was like oh, he he worked on Battlefront. And he was like, it's the same way, like in the video game is like on paper. They sound like really, really cool and they can do all, like, all this cool stuff. And then you put them like in the ring with like a hero, like someone with a lightsaber and whatnot. And like they always have to get beat <laughs> no, it, no matter what. But it, like it sucks. It's like they don't have they've never had like their time to shine. Like they're supposed to be like the most elite force.
1: Aren't they? No, in Rogue One, they're. They get they get they get pooped on. They they really don't. Oh, on the beach with they, they, with, pooped, uh, they essentially, Yeah, they get kind of pooped on on the beach. When uh, what's his name? Uh, the guy with the turret gun. Um, in Mandalorian, they get pooped on. It starts with an M. Mandalorian, they get shit on by yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. Death troopers have just never really looked cool on screen. And then on Lothal and Rebels, they get crapped on. Uh huh. Yeah, you're right. That's right. Sucks. Doesn't that but suck? But we still think they're awesome, right?
0: It's the same way with like the the um, like the Inquisitor troopers in in, oh, the, in Fallen Order. Oh my God! They're, they're so cool. They're really neat, right? But you crap on them,
1: like <laughs> it's just because like, the, you're they're supposed to. You're supposed to even kill them. the even the Sith troopers on Exegol. We saw the first picture of them. We were like, Oh my God! That's yeah. so cool. And uh-huh. then they're like, they're just stormtroopers. Yeah, red they're just uniforms. red stormtroopers. Like, oh. <laughs> Fort this Empire, is not dude. what I wanted. This is the edgy, I wanted- this is the
0: edgy <laughs> Sith in me, man. I just want to give the stormtroopers their their uh, their uh, their their most uh, intended amount of
1: time on the screen. Where, where am I? Where are my Force sensitive stormtrooper? Well, then they're not really stormtrooper. Damn it! Uh, um, the only other uh, Easter egg type bit here was on the desolate moon because it doesn't really have a name. Um, but that whole scene was 150% reminiscent of the Empire Strikes Back um, when the Falcon hides on the asteroid inside of the gigantic space creature. Yeah, and the monsters. With the Minox. Oh, the Minox yeah, that are it, feeding off of them
0: it, that feed off electricity. The, yeah.
1: The breathers, everything. It uh-huh. was 100% an homage to that. Very The much only so. interesting thing that I didn't pick up on, because I don't think they said what it was, was the creature was known as an Ordo Moon Dragon. Yeah, Uh, uh Tech says that. Okay, so then, um, Ordo the, is the name of the Mandalorian mercenary that you travel with in Knights of the Old Republic. Oh, that's so that cool. Was the, that was the only other, um, Easter egg that I picked out. Everything else was pretty. We discussed it. Um, you know, uh, I'm interested to see what they do with Admiral Rampart. He's a new character. Like I said, he's, I think he, he's in a few comics, but, um, I'm flushing him out and seeing it because he seems to be instrumental in taking this leap forward for the Empire. Um, well,
0: yeah, well, it's Tarkin's it's Tarkin's idea, but he needed someone to do it for him because he's busy getting ready to, to start the the Death Star project. Is he he's not a Grand Moff yet? Not, not even. Yet, close, he's right? not a Moff. No, he's a Grand Admiral. Uh, no, okay. sorry. Or he's an Admiral. To, or
1: he, yeah, he's not. He's not a Moff yet. Formerly an admiral in the Republic Navy. Tarkin is now an imperial governor. Okay, he's an imperial governor. Yeah, So he's not Moff yet. So then he'll, yeah, because once you're past governor, then you get to Moff. Because then I think governor is planet and Moff so, is so the system. Governors,
0: so the governors run the individual planets. The Moffs run the systems, systems of the planets. Yeah. And, and then, then Grand, Grand Moff Moff Moffs sector. are, they run like the major sectors and they report directly to the emperor. Yes. Okay. That's, and then the so grand, and then like the grand admirals, they report directly to the emperor. They don't report to anyone that's else. And there's like thrawn. A th- yeah, it's like Thrawn. Sloan. There's like there's a council of them. So there's like there's like twenty
1: of them. Sloan is another one. Sloan is yeah. There's there's Gallius um, Rex. Gallius Rex one. is there. I'm enjoying the as I go through this book. His, Are you his you're on story. you're on book three of Aftermath, right? Yes. Yeah. I started it, so now I know that the emperor handpicked him for some reason. Who oh Thrawn? Gallius. Oh, the no. Gallius? Oh. Yeah. Um, it makes you think,
0: it makes you wonder on a couple things. Um, oh, I have a million questions, but yeah. I gotta
1: finish the book first. Yeah.
0: Um I but am, yeah. I'm currently doing
1: uh You're Thrawn, Thrawn right? Ascendancy,
0: the second book, yes. It's very so that's five, that
1: makes five Thrawn books I'll have to read after this, right? Correct. And it's so good. And they are they all written by Timothy Zahn. They are t- all Timothy Zahn. Good. I t- did I tell you? Yeah, I told you last week that there's a throne plushie doll at Galaxy's Edge. No, you didn't I tell didn't me tell that. You that. No. <laughs> okay, so oh, there's a man. marketplace, and I'm sure now that the CDC has eased the restrictions, that in the marketplace you have to wait online. So we waited like 20 minutes to go shopping. How Disney is that? Um... But there's all these cool little Easter eggs and stuff, too, while you're waiting. So that was fun to look at. But once you get into the shops, we were walking around. Hunter made me buy him a freaking um, do that I don't think he's touched since we got home. Um, but in one of the shops, I noticed there was this little plushie, and I got closer, and it was Thrawn plushie. Oh, my God, that's so <laughs> Like good. this little one, and I turned to Rob, my buddy Rob, that uh, used to be on the Worst Radio Show with me. And I go, Rob. Go back 10 years from now and I'm going to look you in the eye and tell you that we're going to be at Disney in Star Wars land and I'm going to hand you a Grand Admiral Throne plushie doll. <laughs> He's like, That's is so capitalism cool. great? <laughs> I can't wait to go, dude. I think you should go in July. Yeah, I know. I think it's time for you to. I need to, to go. Experience. I want to build my lightsaber. <laughs> Let's do it's it. It's time. We'll vlog it. We already we already decided which one you're building. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's no peace and love, dude. You no know, power and control, Jedi. bud. Yeah, I wonder what color crystal Tim will pick.
0: <laughs> <right>? <laughs> what if I just like throw throw it and just
1: like grab blue? What would you do? I wouldn't believe it for a second.
0: Really, you wouldn't? know? Or green. If you bought
1: blue, I could see you marching over to the Doc Ondars to try and get one of the red crystals that would pop a, a dark saber for you, <laughs> and see if that works. I still want to go there because I want to get I want to get Ray's color crystal. To play. Yeah, I want to put that yeah, in mind. Especially
0: your your, your uh, lightsaber looks very much so like a uh, uh a guard a guard lightsaber.
1: And then I'll get the helmet. And then guess what I'm going to be for Halloween when you're Amanda. Oh, my God. That's going to look so cool. <laughs> I'll be a temple guardian.
0: I should be. Oh, I'm going to get my armor in July. That's going to be fun.
1: Yeah. Are you getting Kyler a little Grogu yeah, dude, costume? he's probably going to be Grogu. Do-do. Love it. Dodu. Dodu. <laughs> it's so cute. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I mean, that's it for this episode. Again, there was a lot in it Um, from a very straightforward standpoint. Like, yeah. The... Uh, Cro- crosshair. Is, I don't think he's gonna die. Like especially after this episode, Tim. I think he has a redemption arc. Probably. Omega keeps saying over and over again, "It's not his fault." Yeah. And the other three, other th- three, four uh, are very confused by that. They don't understand it. And she's like, "Well, that's what the chip is intended to do: is to override, you know, his critical thinking." So, um, I do you think he's gonna go like nuts because of it? I don't know. They're pushing his limits. You know, they've got
0: that. They've got the chip turned up all the way. Uh, I I'm worried what that's going to do to his brain. They they said he's responding well to it, but I mean, for how long? I, th- I oh, think I think he, found... could, he could it could malfunction at some point. I found
1: something interesting that I didn't notice in this too. Okay. Imperial troopers in this episode fire red blaster bolts instead of blue, a distinction long used to tell the enemies uh, armies apart. So it's usually, oh
0: interesting. I didn't even realize yeah. that. But in like one of the first episodes, they were all shooting the same blaster bowl colors. That's cool that they've was, actually started right, to make like they, that
1: s- change. That's cool. Yeah. Before they switched over. Yeah, that's neat. Interesting. And then I wonder when the ships start shooting green. Interesting.
0: What what um, what,
1: what causes that? What's the actual yeah,
0: I'm sure I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna ask that. Right, okay, chat. Somebody, whoever's listeners,
1: tweet at me if you know why the lasers change colors. Hold on. The gas quality or how it is modified will dictate why a blaster bolt will have a distinct red, blue, or even green color. During the Clone Wars, the main colors that were fired from blasters were red and blue. Red blaster bolts are considered to be the most common and cheapest gases to use. Uh, Oh, I see. So the Empire uses a more expensive gas (laughs) while it is cheap. It doesn't diminish its effectiveness and it can do considerable damage to opponents while cheap. Some of the greatest moments in Star Wars feature red blaster bolts. Oh, man. Blaster bolts are one of more unique colors in Star Wars lore used primarily in the Clone Wars. Blue bolts are gases that have been ionized and work especially against machinery this is why the clones primarily used them. That being said, they were still just as deadly against organic beings as shown in Order 66. The Resistance also used blue bolts during the sequel trilogy, as shown primarily in The Force Awakens when Kylo stopped one with the Force, probably because that's what they had access to as far as stockpiles went and whatnot. Oh, and that makes complete that's interesting.
0: sense. That's cool.
1: Blue and red weren't the only colors used with blasters. There are little known variants that fans have to dig deeper to learn about. First of which are green blaster bolts, which are the most expensive gases available. These bolts have been used mainly by Naboo security forces as the bolt is much more powerful than the standard red. Mandalorians, however, use the yellow blaster bolt. There is no official confirmation on what makes this color different from the others as of yet. According to 2018's The Star Wars book, it is possible that yellow may just be a variant of blue and red. Oh. Purple is an offshoot variant that could have originated from Geonosis as the only other color users have been specialized droids such as Magna Guards. Cyan and orange bolts serve a unique purpose as training colors. These bolts are low in power and can be fired at a person without causing serious damage. The best example of a cyan is in New Hope when Luke practiced with the training orb. Training colors were also used with the clones as they trained to combat against droids. Blaster bolts serve as yet another little addition So blah, 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 blah. So... There's your answer.
0: Interesting. Well, so I much, know for, that either, so much so. for having
1: chat reach out to me on Twitter. I'm sure somebody will chime in and be like, hey, actually, you forgot to mention. And then they'll say the thing Perfect. that we should well, know.
0: Well, the actually guy, whoever you are out there in the Internet world, looking forward to your
1: tweet. Everybody's Everybody's impressed. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. All right. Hey, before you go, you should head over to HighscoreTease.com and and check out HighscoreTease. We have a rare drop store on there. We do. But we also We got have uh, We have a GCX store on there. That. And we got to put the Star Wars and Scotch merch up there uh in the fall when it, when all that goes up. So yeah. And it's not just going to be the logo. Corey wants to do cool Star Wars and Scotch stuff. Like he wants it to be original. He doesn't just want to throw a logo on a black t-shirt. He wants it to be legit, so you when, can wear it w- when you meet us. Whenever, whenever we
0: get back to like doing this like in person and like actually in a studio and like gonna you know, like a, 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 a sh- like whatever like however we're gonna do this recorded. Yep. Yep. We need to get back to actually like having like a scotch. Like a good scotch. Can, I do,
1: can we do that on the diet? You have, you. Yeah, we can. I am, I'm a yeah. different human from when we sat no. down
0: and did episode one, Tim. Yeah, I know, Kevin. You're, yeah, your body's a temple and whatnot, but like, you can
1: have <laughs> a scotch, like one. I wouldn't go that far. Yeah, we get it, Kevin. Your body I is. And your sacrilegious freaking cannoli dip. No, that's all, that's all, that's all diet friendly. You're good. Yeah, but it's not Italian friendly, Tim. Oh, shut up, Kevin. Anyways, <laughs> we'll figure it out. <laughs> Thank you so much for hanging out with me and Tim for episode 43 of Star Wars and Scotch. We appreciate you. Uh, I'll be back for episode four of The Bad Batch next week. If you have any questions, feel free to tweet at us. Uh, But if you're a patron, make sure you uh, drop your question on the thread that will go up Friday, Friday when the episode drops. Uh, And if your question is not about the episode, don't worry about it. Tim and I will answer it if you're a patron. The others, you have to roll the dice. We'll see. We'll see. But the patrons, they get special treatment. Thank you so much for uh, hanging out with us again. Remember, Kings Coast Coffee, high score Teas, rare drop.co. And make sure you go check out Tim every Monday through Friday, oh yeah, 9 a.m. Eastern at fb.gg darkness429. Yeah, darkness429 everywhere else on the internet. Thanks. And that's Kevin. You can find him over at rare drop.co. That's it. That's all that's I got to do. That's that's easy. Gotta, yeah, it's Done. Just, I don't stream. So. That's where he lives. He actually lives in the website. Yeah, I'm at the office right now. I haven't left uh, since uh, January. Yeah, he's got to uh, fly
0: out to Kingsco soon to bag some coffee. So,
1: I thought that was you. <laughs> all right. Well, <laughs> you gotta go. <laughs> yeah, it force me gonna, with you. Tim's on the the red eye back to New York because that makes sense logistically. Everyone have a good night, <laughs> and we'll talk to you soon.